Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 232. Crowd and the child from the darkness began to laugh and laugh with them in delight and in freedom. And then the blade came down. Shadow opened his eyes and realized that he was hungry and cold, in an apartment with a layer of ice clouding the inside of the window glass. His frozen breath, he thought. He got out of bed, pleased he did not have to get dressed. He scraped at the window with a fingernail as he passed, felt the ice collect under the nail, then melt to water. He tried to remember his dream, but remembered nothing but misery and darkness. He put on his shoes. He figured he would walk into the town center, walk across the bridge across the northern end of the lake, if he had the geography of the town right. He put on his thin jacket, remembering his promise to himself that he would buy a warm winter coat, opened the apartment door and stepped out onto the wooden deck. The cold took his breath away. He breathed in and felt every hair in his nostrils freeze into rigidity. The deck gave him a fine view of the lake. Irregular patches of gray surrounded by an expanse of white. He wondered how cold it was. The cold snap had come, that was for sure. It could not be much above zero, and it would not be a pleasant walk, but he was certain he could make it into town without too much trouble. What did Hendelman say last night? A ten-minute walk? And Shadow was a big man. He could walk briskly and keep himself warm. He set off south, heading for the bridge. Soon he began to cough, a dry, thin cough, as the bitterly cold air touched his lungs. Soon his ears and face and lips hurt, and then his feet hurt. He thrust his ungloved hands deep into his coat pockets, clenched his fingers together trying to find some warmth. He found himself remembering Loki Lysmith's tall tales of the Minnesota winters, particularly the one about a hunter treed by a bear during a hard freeze who took out his dick and pissed an arcing yellow stream of steaming urine that was already frozen hard before it hit the ground, then slid down the rock-hard frozen piss pole to freedom, a wry smile at the memory and another dry, painful cough. And that's our page. An odd page here to end on such a humorous note after we started with the death of a child, but that's Neil. Hot and cold, I guess. Well, cold, mostly on this page, huh? The dream ends as the child is laughing with joy as the audience around him also laughs, and then the boy is killed by a blade mentioned on the previous page. The dream doesn't depict America, but still... The God created in this moment is in America, and thus Shadow is getting a vision of this. It's also reminiscent of the hanging of the Norse leader that Sam spoke of. He was hanged in effigy and then stabbed, quote-unquote, until suddenly everything got very real and he was hanged and stabbed for real and dead. I don't think that we're drawing specific attention to this similarity here, but it certainly appears familiar in the novel. Shadow wakes up from another dream he can barely remember, and I wonder if this is true of the Buffalo Man dreams as well. The endings of these dreams are always abrupt than simply waking, as the dream of the child sacrifice is, but we don't know if Shadow is able to remember them, at least not at this point of the novel. I imagine he does remember them, but maybe it's just that he's more easily able to recall them when he comes back to these dreams at later points in the book. Shadow wakes in his apartment and it's freezing cold, despite the heater having been turned to 70, and to me that's a nightmarish thought if if I just remember back to other winter mornings where it's been cold when I've had the heater on it's never been this cold like it's never been so cold that there was ice freezing on the inside of my windows unless I didn't turn the heater on but that's a rare thing I'm I'm usually pretty comfortable at 68 or 70 although I guess I've recorded out here in the garage several winter mornings when I've had insulated everything on myself but no insulation in the garage so even then, though, it's been like mid-20s, not 50 below or whatever ridiculous bullshit this is. I, I, I hate winter so much, and this whole thing just gives me the Halloween phantoms, and I hate it. 
The air is so cold that it knocks Shadow for a loop just walking outside, and then he just... Uh, he can't have been walking for more than a minute or maybe two on this page, and yet he's get, getting this dry cough, and no, nightmare, 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 nightmare. He wakes from a nightmare into a freezing cold fucking nightmare of real life. I hate it. Though, I will say, I grew up in a small town with a single bus route, maybe two, and it didn't have a good schedule either, so I ended up walking quite a bit around, or biking. I remember a time when my car broke down after it got towed, I was sort of wondering what I was going to do. I couldn't, this was, I, th I must have had a cell phone, but I think I just couldn't reach anyone that could actually help me. And so I just kind of hoofed it six miles home. But this was like late spring, early summer maybe. Significantly more pleasant than Shadow's jaunt here on the page. I think it's also important to consider that not only is it significantly colder than Shadow is used to, but he's not even adequately dressed. There's no hat, no gloves, no boots, not even a thicker coat. Wednesday sent him into this mess almost completely unprepared, and I have to wonder if there's a purpose behind it. Also worth noting, bottom of the page, another tall tale, this time from Shadow's old cellmate, Loki. There's an urban legend of a woman being killed by a frozen shaft of urine that fell from a passing airplane, but I couldn't find a specific reference to this tale, which is actually kind of disappointing. Though, if you've never googled frozen hunter piss before, well, your Google record might look a little better than mine. Although... Hunter of Frozen Piss is my favorite manga series. It's too bad four kids messed it up so badly. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for the use of his version of St. James Infirmary Blues as the show's theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real. <laughs>